the founding of the future. This is the way. This is the way. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Jeremiah. And I'm Andrew. And today you're hearing my voice because this is about the Mandalorian season or yeah, season two, chapter nine, the Marshall. So before we dive yeah. right into this, I want to briefly go over that the Mandalorian podcast, the formerly known podcast, is all over here on Empire Radio. So if you're hearing this, there's only one more or two more, right? Two more episodes on the Mandalorian podcast. And after well, actually one more after this one. So two total. You got to make sure that you jump over to Empire Radio because after when chapter or or yeah, was a chapter 11, when chapter 11 comes out, yep. we will be all on Empire Radio. So yep. you got to make sure That's if you want right. to hear about chapter 11, you got to be on this side of the the podcast. Yep. So all of, our, Anyways, all of our faithful followers on the Mandalorian podcast is jump over. It's a click away. Same content, yes, a, just on a different location. Yep. That's a link away. Yeah. So. Actually, it's more. It's going to be more content because right. not only are you going to be mm-hmm. getting the episodes of the Mandalorian uh, that you have grown to love from the first run through, but you're also going to be getting episodes on Tuesdays that are just everything, anything and everything Star Wars. We've done a ton of list rankings. Uh, top fives we've done we ranked the whole skywalker saga um you know we've done uh some dabbling in expanded universe comics and reading stories and whatnot so it's it's a lot of fun there's there's something there for everyone so you're getting more than you would if you were just on the mandalorian podcast but speaking of the mandalorian and season two airing today um if some of you guys may know that we have been talking about a new sponsorship with an online retailer called cufflinks.com. Well, the amazing thing is that that started today. Uh, At the time of recording this episode, it started just about 45 minutes ago. Um, So what that means is you, the listeners, have a chance to win this week. Um, The item is a silver Mandalorian lapel pin, and it's really cool. It's got the outline of the Mandalorian, and then it's got like the silhouette of the child on it too. It's, it looks really awesome. It would look really great on your coat or your suit jacket or whatever. And if you want to enter to win that lapel pin, head on over to the link in our Instagram bio. Um, and it will also be on Facebook um, as soon as we can get that posted. All you got to do is click on the link, do what it says to do, and then you will be entered to win that lapel pin. The drawer will be uh, drawn not the drawer, the winner will be drawn <laughs> next Thursday night and will be announced, um, but will also be contacted via the email that you leave when you enter. So make sure to do that. Um, 
but yeah, we are really excited about that. And for those of you that don't know, this is going to kick off six giveaways, one of which is a massive grand finale giveaway for the season finale of The Mandalorian. So you're going to want to continue listening to these episodes um, and you're going to want to continue to make sure you follow us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook at Empire Radio Podcast on both um, to stay up to date on the items we're giving away because they will be a surprise every Friday that we do it. And go ahead and check out our YouTube channel as well, youtube.com, Empire Radio, a Star Wars podcast as well because we will be doing product reviews there. Yeah. Um, but really quickly, but on that note, oh, yes. just for the the people who are entering into the the giveaway, uh, Andrew, it's we're picking the winner Thursday nights. When do they need to claim that winning if they get chosen? What do we have that time and day? You have forty eight hours 48. to respond. That's yep. so it'll be Saturday evening would be the yeah. latest. That is a good question. Yeah, so 48 hours. Um, you're going to get an email Friday, uh, Thursday nights. I'm going to do my best to make sure to draw the winner um, as close to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as I possibly can on Thursday nights. And so if you are the winner, you will be getting, a, getting an email very shortly following that time. So you shouldn't be receiving anything past 9 p.m. unless there's some sort of a weird internet thing. But uh, please make sure to respond to that email and say, yep, I got it. Thank you so much. I'm excited, whatever. And then we will announce the winner once the prize has been claimed. Yep. If you don't claim it, we pick another winner. Yep. That's just and the way it goes. And just to remind, we are only able to uh, have the giveaway for uh, people inside the United States of America. Uh, yes. International fans, we're sorry, um, but we're just going to be sticking with those within the United States right now for the giveaway. Correct. And so really quickly, uh, in the, the, the line of thought with the giveaway, let's go ahead and listen to a quick ad um, about cufflinks.com and then dive in to some Mandalorian content. Hey everyone, Andrew here with a word from the sponsor of today's episode, Cufflinks.com. If you didn't know, Cufflinks.com is the premium men's accessory marketplace, and they offer a wide array of products, including cufflinks, ties, lapel pins, and much more. The awesome thing about Cufflinks.com is that they've partnered with popular brands like Star Wars to bring you exclusive, officially licensed products. They're even coming out with new Star Wars products surrounding the release of The Mandalorian Season 2 that you're not going to want to miss. This means that you can add a dapper Star Wars element to all of your formal outfits. Want to snag something awesome for yourself? Well, put in the code EMPIRE15, that's with a capital E and no space, at checkout and you'll receive 15% off your order with no minimum purchase. Still not convinced? Well, Cufflinks.com offers incredible customer service, free shipping on orders over $100, and one to five day delivery anywhere in the United States. Trust me, there's no way you could have a bad feeling about making your next purchase at Cufflinks.com. Go do it. Use that code. We're super excited for that sponsorship. Yep. Yes. So, you guys, I, I literally, here. yes. We're finally yes, we're here. here. I was, and... this, is, this is big, big, long wait. This is the longest wait of my life. We kept Oof. talking. I was like, just stop oh, talking. <laughs> Let's get into this. Um, I don't know really how to start well, this. Like, one, it's been a whole year almost. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm really excited to be back talking about Mandalorian new episodes. Like, it doesn't really feel like that long. 
but it yeah, really has been less, out long. Less than a year. Um, yeah, it's been a little bit. Oh less. yeah, I guess it's a little less than a year, but. But uh, I mean, a lot. Of the world's way different now. So, so. yeah. What is your so, so before when we did our trailer breakdown, we kind of gave yeah. our story about how we came across the trailer and watched it for the first time. So yeah. how did you plan or view this first episode this morning? Uh, are you asking so, me or, or anyone? You're asking? We'll open it up for a quick, yeah. quick two-minute thing. M- mine's easy. So I was going to stay up last night, and then I found out. I did some research just to make sure I had the time right and found out that it was going to be 3 a.m. Eastern time. Not staying Which, up that late. Yeah. I I yeah. wanted to, and I would for The Mandalorian, but like I, I just have too many things going on right now to take Which, that big of a hit to my sleep Is that schedule. 3 a.m. your time, though? Yes. Yeah, it I is. think it's so that it's nine, like four. Well, it'll be right? it's, it's no, four for us. Be though. Well, it, it's it'll be yeah. two for the Eastern, but it's not released in, in Central Standard Time till four a.m. No, 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 no. I looked it it's, up. You guys are an hour ahead, no, or hour behind me. I I agree, but it didn't come out till four a.m. here, so it was a two-hour difference between. It like your, dropped differently. It drops differently. Oh, what? Yeah, because I was gonna stay up, and then I saw it was four, and I was like, "Heck yeah!" No. It's not. Like, it's not. Four. That's so. It's not the same because... time for everyone worldwide. It's oh boo. So it's kind of yeah. weird. I mean, correct okay. us if we're wrong, you guys. Yeah. But I, I thought it was four a.m. Um, if it's not, like, I would totally stay up until two next week. So, um, I guess leave leave a voicemail below. We're gonna do this real quick because I don't want to talk about this anymore because I want to talk about this episode. Um, but yeah, leave a voicemail below. Go hit our Instagram and our Facebook as well as Empire Radio Podcast, and you can also go to our YouTube and just leave a comment wherever you want. Um, and those just make sure you go follow and subscribe over to those links. Anyways. Yeah. Those are our plugs, uh, so, and let's get into this because I'm so. Yeah. <laughs> mine's easy because I woke up and watched it. Right, that was. I mean, it's it was super easy. I woke up at seven thirty, and I went to make coffee. Made coffee, had a really light breakfast, and my wife and I just sat down and we watched it. Yeah, I. So I mean, that's it's super easy. Yeah, super because I simple. I had a simple story, but I was like, all right, I'm gonna wake up an hour early before I normally do because I still gotta go to work. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch it twice before I go to work because, you know, these episodes are only 30 to the 45 minutes, you <laughs> oh, know? LOL, yeah. And so I, I click For on real. it. And I'm like, 54 minutes? I have two hours to watch this twice, and I still got to eat breakfast, take a poop, and all that stuff. So, like, uh, okay. Like I, I really right. <laughs> was really quick, very strategic about all that stuff um, and got well, in twice this morning before and I was. I was going to like – so for me, I took today off because, one, it's my brother-in-law's birthday, and he's also like one of my best friends. So I was going to spend the day with him some. And then, two, I was like, all right, I want to make sure I watch this to the best of my ability. I don't want to talk about it to anyone else before I talk about it on the podcast because when I watch it and I go to work, I, I wear a Star Wars mask, you guys, and most of the right. time I'm barista behind a bar. Yeah. And the first thing is like, hey, did you see the new episode? I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to talk to everyone before I talk to <laughs> the podcast because then I'm going to explain the story for 50 million times. So right. I just wanted today off. So I took today off and it was good. I woke up and I was like, oh, my wife is still sleeping. I was like, I don't really want to get up right now. And then my flow phone was blowing up. Andrew's oh like, yeah, 
Magazine. And then Jeremiah and Andrew were talking. Okay. I was like, you guys haven't seen this yet? Hold like, on, hold on. Hold, hold on, on. Yeah, hold you on. you kind of. No, listen. The reason yeah. why. So I, I got the message that Jeremiah had had seen it. Okay. Because the first thing I sent in our Discord was like, holy frick, guys, we have a lot to talk about. Nothing yeah. else. Yeah. I was just like, this is incredible. But that, that's too much. <laughs> no, but listen. And then Jeremiah responded. And when he did, I was like, oh, great. Cause, because last time we talked, Drew, you were going to stay up and watch it. And well, until I, I found out it was four in the morning. Well, I didn't point? know that. And, yeah, and then, I thought and you were so the first one hours. to watch it. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. I was like, oh, I'm, I was I'm trying I'm, to be. I, yeah. And so I was like, "Oh, That's sweet!" I and then know. I like, I'm... I definitely put something in the Discord. Yeah, that was minor a spoiler. little bit of a spoiler. <laughs> it was a minor spoiler, and I was like, "When you said, God, shut up! I haven't seen it.' I felt so bad." <laughs> yeah. But I just assumed that you had. So. And, then, and then you tr- you tr- tricked me and said Bobby Frick, and I was super yeah. excited when I didn't see him. So right. yeah, kind of mad. So. Spoilers: and, No Bobby Frick in this episode. And and to be fair, well, speaking of spoilers, spoilers, yeah. you have been warned. Oh yes, spoilers, as of now, spoilers, everything spoilers. for this this first episode. Hardcore spoilers for all Star Wars Hardcore. canon could be brought up in this. Thing, yeah, so. dude, this is all right. Uh, okay. Also, I just okay. I, I was gonna say one quick thing for the listeners: we have not talked about this yet. Right, Down we had all. a very 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 brief, very brief excited basically conversation that said we we enjoyed it and that was it we have not talked about any I, of this I literally all. said i cried that was it that's all yeah. i said and so honestly this... i don't even care about anything else mandalorian i'm putting that out there right now this could be the finale of mandalorian and i'm 100 oh, percent happy <laughs> that is I w- literally how i feel today okay i will tell you that this episode is hands down for me the best episodes 100 percent. oh yeah of all Star by, Wars, by me. a like, of all yes. Star Wars, of yeah, actually, everything. <laughs> here's here's my here's my opinion. If they keep the momentum going, okay. Woo! So if if this is the way they started, and they keep the momentum going all the way through the season finale, I will be able to confidently say at the end of this, and I'm on record now as saying this: at the end of the season, this season will be the best Star Wars content we've gotten. In recent years, hundred percent better keep, than the last four episodes if, of the Clone Wars. This is the way. Yes. If oh yeah. Oh yeah. The way. Then we're gonna. Yeah. All right. hundred percent. So, so anyways, honest, uh, we can. We, yeah. So there's there's my brief thoughts. So before I give my controversial thoughts, Drew. Okay. Oh gosh. Drew, what are what are, was your overall? You, you loved it, but what was your overall uh, interpretation or relax, reaction to the episode? Without like going into detail. Well, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> but what's your overall impression of the episode? Sit back, boys. Andrew. Here, Andrew just now. said it's the best episode so far. I I said I said this is the best Star Wars I've ever seen in my life. A hundred percent. I'm putting this down. Okay, dude. The Sam people conversations. That was cool. All right, and it was. And by the way, okay, here's a here's an Easter about- egg. Or not an Easter egg. Uh, a little bit of trivia. He voiced all of those parts for himself. Yeah. So dope. when he's speaking Tuscan Raider, he actually recorded himself in the studio doing it. Was, it wasn't the one else. I had the subtitles on. I said Tuscanese. I think it said Tuscanese. Whatever. <laughs> That's pretty sick. Um, so I should have. I Jeremiah, did, don't do this. No, 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 it, oh, wait, wait, wait. Not, I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay. I was gonna say like. We were on record last week. Um, go check out that episode if you guys haven't. But we literally were talking about how the Tatooine episode 
the one of the amazing most amazing parts about that episode was the sign language part. And we yes. talked about that. Yeah, we did. And this episode blew that one out of the water. Yeah. The communication and like when he pet the dog, like um Oh yeah. Which yeah, I oh my gosh, there are okay. so many We can get to specifics things. in a yeah. moment. So I agree with you guys that this is a phenomenal episode. Uh huh. But I will say they Don't. did completely fail at one aspect in this episode. Uh, what? what is that? They miscast the marshal. The sheriff? No. Want to know why? It should have yes. been Kevin Bacon because this was a complete remake of Tremors, the movie. One, I've never seen Tremors. I've never and seen two, Tremors, Kevin, so this, this is literally Kevin Bacon would have ruined that part because Kevin Bacon is in that movie, and it's an amazing '90s movie. And if they put Kevin Bacon in this, it would have been yes, the best episode in Star Wars history. Oh my god! But it is it is basically a remake of that movie. It is. It's, I've it's never better. seen that movie. It's better. And honestly, I don't want to watch it because it doesn't matter. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's it literally that movie. <laughs> is it? Take, is it a good movie? It is. I like it. It's a. It's a great like monster movie from the nineties. And it's, oh, that's true. It's monster movies are cool. It's literally a a worm, giant worm that lives underground. And it's a group of people trying to fight it and kill it to save their, their town. And but it's a better version of that because so it's Star Wars. in that movie yeah. it's like the size of a bus. This is like the size of a skyscraper. Like it's right. obviously different. But and the in the um this dragon thing, the crate dragon, crate dragon, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. the head and the facial features of it is very similar to like the tentacles that come out of the in the Tremors movie that has like a, a smaller heads it's literally like the same design so they oh, i think funny. they actually did take that movie and kind of borrowed a lot of it from it that's fair John Farrell's no, super it doesn't make the thing bad like that. this is no 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 i yeah. agree with you guys this is I mean, amazing if you if you like take apart like we're talking about how episode 6 or chapter 6 is literally like a movie we've seen like the Magnificent Seven like a million times or the Seven Samurais like we've seen that right yeah and like I feel like we've probably seen and this is kind of almost like a similar take on that as well like this guy comes in they kind of partner up but then they actually get more people to join to have this one cause to save this little village yeah right and it kind of has that little feel but it's it's a version of it I've never seen um I didn't even know that Tremors movie was a thing yeah and so no i mean i do like monster movies so yeah i just think it'd been funny if they put they could have at least put kevin bacon as a guy that like got mad at the tuscan raider that dropped the, the explosive if he just had a little oh, mu- yeah. small just little part was, like there him in there it would have been so funny. such a great easter egg also i i'm not a huge fan of the marshall though as an actor like that i don't guy. know who he is i thought I'm he looked like chris huge. pine the whole time <laughs> I was like, "That's Chris Pine. This is this is Wonder Woman. Uh, this is what this is. that's. I, it's kind of fair. It's the I same guess. hair. That was the hair that from that movie. I, oh, his I hair was him, but... marvelous. Yeah, for yeah. for someone living I, in the desert, like his hair was. I couldn't. I couldn't stop thinking about how great his haircut looked. Sand shampoo. Man. All right. Anyway, yeah. we should jump into scene by scene. Yes, let's jump into it because I'm freaking out. So the episode yeah, start, starts out in downtown Minneapolis. And you guys, I didn't. see what you. I, I know. I see what you did there, because <laughs> we talked about. Oh, this. 
we talked about it in the trailer discussion, yes. but all the graffitied walls and trashy yeah. and all that stuff. So basically uh, like that. Okay. So it's from the trailer. Um, of yes. him just walking in with the, the child. And immediately when we saw the, the little beady, red beady eyes in the dark, I'm like, they're definitely going to kill someone. Also, are yeah, these, what are they? Are these Frynox? I have no idea. Well, because they can't be in the light. I don't know my right. monsters, my Star Wars monsters. It so you remember in Rebels when they were monsters. on an Axis? Oh, I don't know those because those oh, had, those yeah, had yeah, yellow yeah. eyes, and they're a lot bigger. They're like they could be like an offshoot. Off worlds. Oh gosh, Jawas have different eyes. Off worlds. Those things. The thing in Rebels were a lot bigger than these little guys. Well, they could be babies. Okay. I, they're probably okay. So maybe not. Who knows? I don't know. Keep going. Tell us the story, Jeremiah. So then Mando goes up to a purple Twi'lek, Twi'lek, whatever you want to call him. And he says he's, he's let's see, Gore Karash? Is that what it was? Koresh. Koresh. Gore Koresh. Yes. Uh, and he lets him in. And this is where we see the the boxing ring type thing with the uh, G- Gamorians, right? That's the species. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're, they're fighting yep, each yep. other in the ring with vibro axes. Mm-hmm. And Mando sits down next to a Cyclops, Gore. Yeah. And we hear the dialogue line from the special, like the TV spot um, trailer, that he's on a mission to reunite the child with his kind and that he wants to find more Mandalorians to help him on this journey. And so he go, approaches this guy thinking that he has information on where he can find more Mandalorians, which was interesting. Like, I kind of want to know, like, how he, like, this guy's backstory a little bit to see, like, how he knows all this information. Um, sure. But of all the people in the galaxy, the Mandalorian goes to him. Well, because it kind of seemed like he he knew because he was in hunt for Baskar. Because Baskar yeah. has, like, the most, like, yeah. valuable. Yeah, he said that it keeps going up in value, so... Yeah. Right. So it seems like maybe someone told him that he knew a lot about the Mandalorian people or he knew where to find them because he was hunting them. Mm-hmm. His like gang or whatever, his right. cast of rebel people, like their job is to hunt um Mandalorians essentially. Right. But I think what's really crazy is that like we're talking about how like a lot of that trailer were like it's gonna be in episode one. Yeah. And the right. big chunky piece of this trailer was like the first five minutes of episode one right 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 <laughs> so i think it's it's really i love that because it they don't show you a, a lot yeah like within the first five minutes we saw like majority of that trailer right but then after that we had no idea what we still right. got Right. So much. Right. And and so you know, like the last half of the next half of the trailer is most likely, if I would bet anything, that's gonna be on the next episode. Maybe. Maybe. But I guess we'll see. But yeah. anyways, keep going. So then the uh the Gore Koresh guy, uh he talks about, you know, wagering and making bets and stuff like that, and man was like I don't wait. I don't waste my time with bets. I make my own future. Basically, like I do what I gotta do to succeed. And of course, the 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 gore guy, he's like watching the fight and stuff. He doesn't like who's gonna lose in that fight, so he shoots the guy that's about to win, 
and then everything goes crazy. Like his his men put the guns to the Mando, and Mando's like super calm, like he doesn't care. He's not afraid. Like he likes his odds. Like right. And so then he just kills everybody, and then Gore runs away. And he... sick fight, by the way. Yeah, it was very quick. He One took the... out the main group of people that were surrounding him with his whistling birds. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he does a lot of hand-to-hand combat and gets punched in the helmet a couple of times. I'm like, why would you punch the guy well, in the metal helmet? Well, no, that... it's not even that. It's like he swung his helmet towards the yeah. fist one time. That that's the that was the thing. One of the things that I really thought I thought was really cool was because he used his armor as more than just a defensive thing. Like he used it as a weapon in the fight, which was really cool because, you know, Beskar's so strong. Right. Mm-hmm. People can punch you and you're, you're not going to feel hardly anything. Right. So, so uh, Mando, he goes and captures Gore outside and hangs him upside Batman down on a white pole. And we forgot about the guy when he got out of the ring, he jumped like a, wrestler and landed oh, yeah. on the table oh, and yeah. I was like he was like WWE he just body swan dives and then right into the table and then it was it I just want to mention that because I thought that part was hilarious yeah, I was I yeah I did too <laughs> but uh he hangs up the guy and starts interrogating him to get information on um because he well I guess he said earlier did he say earlier when you were sitting down that he knew a Mandalorian on Okay. Nope. No, he, it, was, it, it was just it was just when he was hanging. Okay, and so he's like, you know, where's I like? How do you know about blah blah blah? And he's like, you know, there's the only Mandalorian I know is on Tatooine. And Mando's like, I've been on Tatooine a lot. There's no Mandalorians on there. And he's like, well, there's one in um, Mos Pelgo. Like, yeah. we never even heard of Mos Mos Pelgo mm-hmm. before, so. Um, and he, you know, before he gives the information, man, I was like, you know, I promise you're not going to die by my hand. And I'm like, okay, those dogs with red eyes are going to come out of the dark and kill this guy. Right. Yeah. And then boom, he gets the information, starts walking away, shoots the light. And shoots the light. And yeah. then you see all a bunch of red eyes come and kill him or attack him. We don't see him actually get killed. So then after that, he just goes to Tatooine. Like I didn't, know if he was going to go to tattooing this early like before watching the episode but it was jumped right into it and okay we're back and Dude, yeah he goes Super fast yep he goes and lands in the same uh mechanic garage type thing uh with that lady i forget her name ah uh, the lady i was so happy to see her yeah, because i, I want to make note i want to make note that there was a lot of this episode if you go back and listen to our episode from last week that we last actually week, called like yes more more than I thought I actually thought we were gonna call, but her being there was one of the things that I drew. I think you called it. Well, yeah. I mean I called it because I felt like she was he was gonna go there to drop off the child to be babysat by her. Um so actually like Which when he leaves her and he didn't do that, I was actually kind of mad. Just yeah. because I wanted to be right. I was like Dude, why why breed the child? Like, why? Well, because like, he did what's... say earlier in an episode where the kid goes, I go. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, that's fair. But, like, yeah. So, I don't... I, I feel like we might see her again, oh, honestly. Well, well, she'll be a regular, we obviously, forever. Like, yeah. We'll see her in yeah. forever. So, 
Um, but it was it was really I was super happy when he landed at the same um, docking bay, like thirty eight, I think, or thirty five, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember the docking bay, but he landed straight there and was well. He you know he has to know who he can trust, and he knows he can trust that right. woman. So. Mm-hmm. You know he has to stick with what he knows, and he trusts droids now. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't expect yeah. that. We know he trusted IG Eleven at the end. Yeah, yep. But I didn't realize that how was enough impactful it was on his right. entire world view. I guess on droids. So you think he'll get a droid at one point? I don't. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'd go that far. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Dude, speaking of droids, R five. Yes. Oh, because I loved that. So the thing is, in season one, I think R5 was only in the Katina, right? And so since then, she must have acquired him or it. Yeah. So this is interesting. It it really hit me in the nostalgia. Yeah. Well, when she called it, I was like, oh, my. Yes. Yeah. And then you see it and you're like, oh. This just this feels like everything. You see the right oil up. stain yeah. right on the top. Oh, I love it. And I was just like, okay, for like, this is so fan service, a hundred percent. But as a fan, I appreciate the service you were given to you gave to me. So yes, I'll take that fan service. And right, I'm not too. I'm not mad. People can be salty if they want. I don't care because I'm not. I'm not. Jeremiah is. I'm I'm nothing but sweet. That's all. Oh. <laughs> so Mando says that he there's a town somewhere on Tatooine called Mas Pelgo, and she's like, "Oh, I haven't heard that in forever." Kind of like a nod to um, Obi Wan saying, "Oh, I haven't heard that name in forever," type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I guess when you go to Tatooine, you don't Speak hear things from the past. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um. And she's like, oh, I haven't heard that forever. You know, people usually don't go out there because it's kind of dangerous, blah, blah, blah. And um, so she shows on the map. So I guess there's only three settlements on the whole planet. Is that what you got out of that? That would, honestly, though, yeah. that would make a lot of sense. I don't, I don't so know. It would, it would make a lot of sense to me because Tatooine is just such a no one, I like, guess dangerous place. Well, and I feel like it's also like not a lot of water. Like there's not a lot of right things. It's yeah. just Vegas. So like, if Vegas was our whole planet, there'd probably <laughs> only be like one of them. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. There's right. not enough to go around. So it makes sense. Like there's only like a couple places that have enough. Yeah, I don't know. It is kind of weird though. When I saw that map, I was like, yeah. There's like three towns, which would be why he wouldn't ever heard of that, though. Because it, it seemed like on the on the hollow map thing, it it turned a bigger distance. Because like Mos Eisley yeah. and what's the other town? Espa, Mos Espa. Yeah, they were like pretty similar. They're like on the same like area. This a stone yeah. that was away from each other. This one was further away, and it wasn't even didn't even show up on the map. It was just kind of like a region. Um, yeah. So he's like, all right, well, I, this is my lead. I gotta go. And he goes and he finds it, and it's just like five buildings, and yeah. it was very typical. Like walk into a western town from you know two hundred years ago, and people are like, "Who's this new guy?" Especially a guy yeah. in this armor. Um, 
And I think what was for me what was interesting was, and I was probably wrong to think this, but there were various people in that town that had that dark red clothing on that was the same color of clothing from his childhood when he was taken from when and saved. Like a lot of those people in that town when he was saved that were being killed by the, the droids were also wearing red things. So I was like, is this where he's from? Or are these people like from his home planet or something like that? I don't know. I, I just thought that I was, I'm probably wrong, Sure, but that's right. what yeah. I immediately was, was thinking of. But um, he then goes into the, their version of the Katina and you know, he asked the the bartender, and that's a a, a weekway. Is that what's called? Yeah, it a is. Weekway. And I, cool I to kinda, see more live action weekway. Yeah, I like him. In there. I don't know. I just like that character. He just seemed like a super like cool guy. Yeah, it seemed like he was like the only non human. Yeah, in that that's what it seemed like. Yeah, like, I didn't, didn't see, see another non human. We just hmm. saw. I guess. I guess um, I. I guess I disagree with that now. That's cool. But like. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he he has a lot of re- like people respect him, which was really right. cool. Yeah. And and I do I did like him. I don't know the actor's name, but it was a really good job. And yeah, I, I liked it uh, too. The way like the face makeup and like the co- it was it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And so Mando goes up to him and is like, "Well, I'm looking for I hear the Mandalorian," and he's like, "Well, we, you know, I don't know. I what is he? Describe him to me." <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and he's like, "He looks like me." Like, oh, you must be thinking of the marshal. And he's like, turn around. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's going okay. to happen? Wait, before we get into, before we <clears throat> dive dive headfirst into this, I want to make note that, for those of you that don't know, uh, the character of the marshal, I'm not going to name him. I'm going to leave that for Jeremiah in a second. But this is actually an expanded universe character that they have brought into canon. Same name, That's same cool. town. Well, kind of. I mean, it's it's named something different in the expanded universe. Very similar story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this, when I saw the episode name at the beginning, I immediately knew what out. they were. I I knew exactly yeah. where they because like because that was one of the things we predicted last yeah. week was that mm-hmm. you know these certain things are going to happen. And then it was going to be this person wearing this thing and doing this thing. And so seeing as that seeing as that is an expanded universe thing, because they've been doing that more and more lately, which I've thought has, has been really cool. Cause Thrawn is, is a great example. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the other thing that I, I wanted to make note of is that this felt a lot like the Kenobi novel, um, which is, it takes place shortly after Order 66 and it follows him on Tatooine and he actually uh, bands together with some sand people to kill a crate dragon. Oh, yeah? Uh, oh. It, so it, it's it, it was interesting as I was watching this, I was like, ah, oh, this is like, this has got some pretty, pretty heavy expanded universe vibes for me. Mm-hmm. But... Anyways, so now well, doesn't Obi Wan isn't that sound he makes is a crate dragon sound? A crate dragon call because it scares yeah. Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, yeah. And now so, we now we know why. And now we know why <laughs> and what they also look like. You yeah. would think like the vibration part would be a hint that they're actually there, but you know whatever. 
But yeah, when I saw this, I was like, okay, well, I thought this wasn't canon, but it's canon now. Like, that is, a, like, when I saw, the, like, when I didn't see, like, the name, um, right. it didn't really, like, fully hit me. Like, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. They can do so much. But but when he, then they said the marshal, like, when he actually said it in the cantina, and he's like, you mean what our marshal wear? I was like, okay, if he's, this guy's not wearing Boba Fett armor. Yeah. I, I They're going to, like, just steal this story and then have their own version without Boba Fett's armor, I guess. And then it turned... And yeah, yep. So uh, there we are. Uh, we he uh, turns yeah. around, and there's the marshal standing in the doorway. And both it? my both it? my initial response was like, okay, I expected it to be Boba Fett's armor, but I felt like the marshal was gonna look more put together, like the Mandalorian. Cause that's all we've seen. Oh no! Yeah, and so like I expect him, like, oh, he's gonna look sweet in this thing, and he turns around, and you can tell it's some random guy putting on random armor that I, doesn't fit him. Yeah, properly. and I'm like, I guess that makes sense. Like, yeah, he's just a random guy that took Boba Fett's armor, so like it makes sense. And so I was like, okay, all right, this is cool, and mm-hmm. um, he invites the Mandalorian for a drink. And he takes off his helmet. Yeah, when he and took it off, that's when he, I was like, oh, damn. And I've never seen so much emotion from a faceless character in my life. And oh, when, oh, when the yeah, man, yeah, of, yeah. when Din Jaren sees him takes his helmet off. You knew that he was, his eyes were huge. And the marshal was like, what do you say? He's like, I've never seen a real Mandalorian before or something like that. And the mannerisms, the, the small mannerisms by Pedro Pascal was just yeah, it was phenomenal. He, you could tell he was super pissed, super uncomfortable, super like, you are destroying my culture type of thing with what you're doing right now. Right. And Well, I feel like he also kind of knew right away when he said he asked for the drinks and give me two cups. Like, it, that didn't even click with me that like you have to take your helmet off to drink. Like It didn't even register right. with me. Yeah, and it, and it seemed like it kind of did with him though because he was like, huh? "Get the crazy straws, like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> curly um, ones." Yeah, so like when he turned, he's like, he turns a little slower. Like, what? We're not gonna drink, right? We can't drink in public, right? And, and, yeah. And so then they had that tension there. Well, like, well, I'm gonna have to take the armor back. Like, I have a right to that armor. Yep. And they have a little standoff, like where they're ready to like kill kill each other. Like one person's yeah. gonna leave this place alive, mm-hmm. and then there's an earthquake. Basically, like everything starts shaking. Ah, yes. And I'm like, what the heck is it? Like, are there like remnants of the empire? Like their their ships are coming, and it's just I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was a sandstorm. Yeah. Oh, I thought that too. I was like, I was trying to wait. And I was like, is the windmill kept yeah. moving? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, this is like little I Andy and Sam's corn is coming. You better I, hide. I didn't know what it was, but the second I saw the ground, right? I, I, out loud, out loud, I looked at my wife and said, it's a crate dragon. I got so excited because they have never been shown right. on film it like mm-hmm. in this capacity and so i was like 
you read story. I've read so many expanded universe stories where they reference these things, and there's no, like, they don't really describe it. So your imagination just takes yeah. the dragon part, and you're like, well, maybe it's a flying, maybe it flies, or maybe it, the yada yada yada. But like, oh, it was it was great. I loved it. All right, so then it starts, and you see it moving through the sand, and this is gonna be really funny, but like since I didn't know what a crate dragon was, like I didn't know that was a thing. Like I thought this was a Sarlacc or something. And I was like, Oh yeah. And, yeah, and literally what I thought in my head was like, Sarlacc swim in the sand. Call? They swim in the sand. They swim in the sand. <laughs> kind of oh like, no. I literally thought that for a second. <laughs> I was like, I know? yeah, I was like, this is totally like, I didn't know. I was just kind of like, I thought it was funny. That I automatically thought that, but yeah. And then that poor innocent, oh the bantha, bantha just oh, gets drinking water, just, had just swallowed whole, like best life. And this thing was huge. The cray yeah. dragon was yeah. huge. It was way bigger than I thought it was going to be. Like yeah. it swallowed that thing whole, and it could have been ten times bigger, and it would still swallow it whole. So like, right? I thought that was crazy. Um. And so after this happens, it goes to thing leaves the town. Um, oh, the the uh, the marshal's name is Cobb Vanth. I didn't mention that. Yes, um, but he and that's the same name, Andrew, in the ODU. Yes, it is. Cool, cool. That's pretty dope. And so when that crate dragon leaves, he looks over to Mando and he's like, "I think we could make a deal or something like that." Um. And we hear the backstory of how Cobb Banth got his armor or the 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 Boba Fett armor. Yeah, yeah he's he said uh, maybe we can make a deal. Yeah, and so it was interesting. I thought it was really cool the flashback of how um, there was the recording of the uh, yeah. second Death Star exploding. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was really sweet. And they were. Um, like, WCCO was sitting there flying around, right. hovering, trying to get the yeah. best angle. Right. And so it was, I was like, oh, this is cool. This is like, there's, and then they're out, everyone's celebrating and like they're, they're experiencing their freedom. Um, um, and then there's a cool quote that he has, like, with the, the vacuum of evil is always present or something like that. So, like, when, when, one evil leaves, like that, yeah. another evil comes in. And so the, or they're like the mining guild or something that had yeah. their own security team or whatever. They come in and they're like, all right, there's no empire. So we're going to take over. And they just basically kill everyone in the bar or in the Katina and the Weequay and um, Cobb Vanth, they escape. And so he's out in the desert for a couple, he said two or three days without food or water. Yeah. And like, he was saved by Jawas, which was kind of funny. Like it makes I sense. Love that. It's just funny. Um, and so, oh, before he, when he ran away, he stole a ice cream bucket. What do they call it like, specifically? Oh my gosh, I don't uh, remember the name. Yeah, I'll tell you in a second. The ice cream bucket, and it was apparently yeah. filled with some valuable like crystals in there. And so, the Jawas find that and like they want to trade him for something, and they're trying to give him the best that they got. But he sees the armor on the wall. And he trades for that. Um, so, but this is what I'm thinking. He knew about Mandalorians because right. he heard about them yeah, before. But yeah. I'm trying to put 
together a timeline because if this is right after the events of Return of the Jedi, this is only what a few days or weeks after after the Return of the Jedi. So when the Boba Fett well, goes into the Starlight Pit, this is really quick right after that. Yeah. Because I didn't, it's just interesting that the Jawas had that armor right away. Because how did they well, well, get no, but but no, 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 no. But you think about it, the the armor, you know, he gets into the Sarlacc pit. And then the, the, the whole span of the movie of Return of the Jedi is a few, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a good few days. Well, right. But I'm like, but how does like something that's being, days. something that's being digested for a thousand years. Okay, but but the thing but, is, go ahead, Andrew. <laughs> I, I I'm not going to get into it, but there is a way that the I don't want to get into it just yet. But we all know that there's a way the armor could have gotten out of the sarlacc oh, prior yeah. to it being digested. Like meaning he escaped. Yeah, but like okay, if he well, escaped, why wouldn't he have the armor on still? I don't know. Why would he just leave it behind? I don't, that, I don't know. But that's, that's why we, I'm. We all, that's why I brought okay, this up. That's question. But here's the thing: we've all seen the end of the episode. Here's the elephant okay. in the room. Don't, don't, we're no, not opening no, no, this elephant. We're not I, seeing this elephant. Anyways, okay, all right. Still in the room. He's still behind us. I'm saying he could. He the armor could have made its way out of the sarlacc, connected yeah. to someone, and then he lost it somehow. I don't know. Okay. I, mean, I, I just thought it was crazy that they had it so quickly. That's all I'm saying. It was a surprise. That's we'll have theories in about 30 minutes, Andrew. Calm down. <laughs> I don't know. We still got like, you know, like four hours of content before we get to the final oh, okay. scene. But hurry up. Um, so then <laughs> Cobb Vanth, he returns to the town and with the armor on, and he just kills all those armed guards or whatever, and they run away. And I love the rocket. The rocket was. The rocket scene, when it flipped out, I looked, I got chills. I literally yeah. got chills. And it was that was a cool scene where he just goes and kills everyone and saves the town, and that's how he becomes a marshal. And he, you know, from that point on, protects the town. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's his backstory. Okay, let's let's get the other elephant in the room out of the way. What is that, Anakin's? Oh, his pod racer engine. Is that Anakin's? I it looks a I lot like even it. What notice. you didn't what? notice? I don't know. It I looks like that. it looks like for his speeder bike, Cobb Vance. Well, I know what you're saying now. I don't. I would have to go compare. It I, looks it literally so, the same it, color. Oh, there's, yeah, there's it's four it, colors in the whole entire universe. Okay, it's not that hard to. Oh my gosh, it it, it looks oh, very similar. Like somebody he took it and he modified it. Yes. Okay. I would have to. So, anyways, I'm gonna why, go with. I, I'm gonna say it's Annie's. But okay, but then the counter argument is why is it still there? I mean, but because think one. about it. This is yeah, but he he pod raced in Episode One. This is after Return of the Jedi. This is a span of like sixty years or something like that. Well, nineteen years yeah. between four and five, and then. If- Jawas recycle everything. years dude. before that. I mean, that is true. That is true. Anyways, like, I, I know, but Drew, I did notice that, and it was I very apparent was like, to me. Is yeah. this? Andy's, I would have, I would have never guessed that. Thought of that in a million years. I, ne- I couldn't even tell you what Annie's. If I was in the room like. next to you, 
Jeremiah, I would have told you right away. And I probably would have just talked about the rest of the episode and ruined that episode. Yeah, We'd have to watch it all again. Yeah, you would have. Um, yes. I'm glad you thought of it, Andrew. Oh, I did. It, it was, yeah. So then um, when they come to the deal, like, hey, we're going to try and kill this this crate dragon. Cobb Vant, Vant is like, I know where it lives, like where it sleeps. And so they go in that direction and they go into a little like canyon area and these demi dogs from episode two slash Stranger Things come out of nowhere and I love that. I love that reference. And come out and they are just about to kill Mando and the Marshal. And then Mando's like, I got this. Like he does his thing. And he starts talking Tuscanese. Like, what the heck? And then he starts playing with the dogs like they're his best friends. And like, yeah, I'm like I love that. So I want to know, is it because he's already met those specific dogs or is it just because he spoke the language and like he knew what to say that they warmed I up think, to him? I'm going to say he spoke the language yeah, and I agree. They, they pretty much told the dogs to stand down. It was fine because yeah. earlier he was saying he had no idea about that village and they're semi close to them. Yeah. But then again, they're traveling. So maybe he went to go find them. No, I think it was oh, just no, that no, he no. knew the language. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm going to go with that. It's more like they knew the language. And he, once he was like talking, they're like, oh, and maybe they heard from another village um, across the desert. And they said, hey, there's this Mandalorian who knows how to speak our language. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's probably rumors of him going around. But because like beginning of it, why he was traveling to that village um we kind of briefed over it but he did stop one night with yeah with Tuscan Raiders at a bonfire and talking to oh, them yeah, and kind of right. getting in their direction so that's it could right. be those people i guess we don't really know but yeah i think i'm going to go with he already knew them right. yeah and so he started then the Tuscan Raiders come out also and they they're talking back and forth and Cobb Vanth is like, well, what, what are you guys talking about over there? I kind of want to know what's going on. He's like, oh, they want to kill the crate Dragon, too. I'm like, oh, cool. Now we're teaming up now. It, like, you know, yeah, it's really cool. one of the best parts of the last season was the sign language talk between the Tuscaners, and it was a very quick thing, and it was such an amazing thing, and now we're like hardcore in hanging out with hanging them. out yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. And I do want to mention, last season, they, the two that we got kind of looked a little weird. Like, remember that? We talked about that, uh, Jeremiah. Like, they looked a little skinny. Like, I don't know. They looked a little weird. I don't remember talking about that. You don't remember us talking about it? I don't know. Something about them just kind of looked a little off. I think it was um, their height, maybe. They seemed like they were maybe. overly tall. But yes, something. I, I don't know. They just had a weird feel, but they literally looked amazing. Like, they looked so perfect, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And so then it goes to them sitting around a campfire talking. Now, when I was watching this, I was like, it re- really reminded me of um, episode two when Anakin finds his mother. I like, agree. Yes. It looked like that setting. I don't know if it was the same little village or something like that, because I doubt that since they're all probably killed. But it reminded me of that. Definitely and all killed. part of me wanted, I, I was thinking like, 
what are they talking about? Because I was hoping like they were talking about the time that yeah. a Jedi came and killed everyone. Like I was thinking, like, so is that story going to be told right now? So Don't an interesting so thing. Cool. I was thinking the same thing because in uh, the Kenobi book, uh, a moisture farmer. This is not canon, right? No, this is not canon anymore. It's a really good novel, though. But, like, the gist of it, and the details are a little bit fuzzy because I read it. I mean, it's been over two years now. But the the reason why the Tusken Raiders attacked... Because you, do you remember, you remember when... So Anakin's mom gets taken. He goes and kills everybody to get her back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there is some conflict that happens between the settlers and the Tusken Raiders. Like they, they get really aggressive and there are, there are stories told to Obi-Wan about this event where like one village got wiped out mysteriously and they became just incredibly aggressive, aggressive towards the settlers and how it kicked off this conflict. And then over time he pieces it together and it's really, it's really cool. cool. Yeah, and so um, it was a really cool tie-in to Attack of the Clones. Um, but I was hoping that that conversation was going to come up. Yeah. That would have been cool. But it, but it didn't. I, cause I, that that could have led him to, like, what more Jedis are. Yeah, that was really, that's, that's what I was true, thinking. Yeah. Like, they're going to give him more information. Um, but it wasn't, it was just more about talking about the, the their history, I guess, with um, the Crate Dragon, I think. Um and it was interesting because, you know, Cobb Vanth, he's sitting there not knowing what's going on at all. Oh, mm-hmm. and a little thing. I really like when the little dog thing is wanting to eat baby Yoda. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. just licking his Which lips is... like, I haven't had one of these speaking, before. Speaking of baby Yoda, we got so many good, just cute moments of baby Yoda. Oh, in like this when he was hiding in that oh, yeah. thing. When the... And his face when he was, when he was riding in the, the basket on the speeder bike. Mm-hmm. Oh, so many, so many good little cute moments. And we're talking about how last episode we're like, is this going to start a couple year, like a year out or something? Pretty sure this is literally like the next day. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty quickly after I think like, episode. Uh, yeah. yeah. Eight. So all those people thinking the child grew. I don't think the child grew. Sorry no. to break it to you. The same height. So. And uh, I really like the the conflict, how, how how the episode shows the conflict between the Tusken Raiders and the people, the settlers. And it was, I really like when, you know, the Tusken Raider gives them that, that fruit thing or whatever to drink. And mm-hmm. he refuses and he's like, you guys steal our water and then you don't even, you know, drink, drink this or whatever, like. Right, it, right. Yeah. It was such a like a cultural like insult and how there was conflict. And I really like how Din Djarin steps in with his flamethrower and stops the argument. Um, yeah. Because it shows that Cobb Vanth and the Tusken Raiders have a respect for Din Djarin. Yeah. And yeah. they trust him because he's kind of like a, a third party, like a neutral third party. Like he's not there yeah. to part of the conflict. And so he can be a mediator between the two, which I thought was was great. I think it was really sweet, and we need someone like that right now. And 
Oh boy. Meters, but we're gonna keep talking about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, let's keep talking about Star Wars. Um and so then they go and they travel and they go see where the this uh Kray Dragon lives. Um and it's this big cave inside of on the side of a mountain. And it's a huge, huge, huge hole. Hole. Like gigantic. And so they go out there. One guy brings a bantha out for bait, which is I thought was a oh, poor guy. It was great. It was kind of reminds me of um, the goat in Jurassic Park. Yeah, <laughs> tied it was tied to a little yeah, snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and here's something that I kind of didn't like. Um, twice, Tusken Raiders trip in the sand. Running from this yeah. thing, like, like they've been doing this for thousands of years. They live in the desert. They should be like the best at running on top of the sand. These type people of thing. groups that literally like they're they have like we don't even know what their face looks like because what they have on their face is better for breathing with sand. Yeah, I, but I they just, can't walk. Yeah, I, I don't like sand. that they too tripped and fell and then got eaten. Like I don't really like that, but whatever. Um, I think it's kind of funny and ironic. Like no matter what sand gets everywhere and you cannot it's coarse and it's rough and it makes yeah. you trip yeah it yep. gets in between your toes it gets everywhere yep and so they he calls out to the into the cave to wake up the or get the dragon okay attention. but really quickly i want to make yes. note that that was a former sarlacc mm-hmm. cave oh yes yes and which, that because it ate it yeah, well, I was going to say, which that guy said, but they don't eat, or that there is no such thing as a empty pit. Sarlacc pit. Yeah. And so the interesting thing is that in the Kenobi book, the Great Dragon also eats Sarlaccs. Oh. So mm. they're literally taking this, like they're I taking said, taking the Kenobi book and the movie Tremors and making them into one. Yeah. That's basically what. I love it. I love it. I love to see all these, like, little also, have obscure references. Starlight pit from the side. Is it. So are we supposed to assume that it's from the side like that? I guess. Or is it? Or was it? That well, they move in the sand. It's not just like a stationary thing. Okay, that's they do. Okay. They they move through they the do? sand. So I felt like yeah. from, in like, Return of the Jedi, they went to a specific yeah, they knew exactly like where it that pit was. Like well, it was sure, there. but they they still migrate. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a they migrate. It's, now? it's a living they organism. They oh migrate. my gosh! <laughs> but they, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying they have like migration patterns, but they move right. oh, from, yeah. from from place to place. They travel south for the winter. Oh my gosh! Possibly. This holes is driving. Yeah. All right. But well, they're they're like weird looking organisms that only show well, part of themselves. Yeah. They're just right mouth. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. And so the Tuscan, they they uh, state that. They feed the dragon to keep it tired and sl- uh, tired and stay in his cave, which I thought was right. interesting. That part of their existence is keeping this thing at bay because they know it could just eat everyone, destroy and, them, and stuff like that. So they have to sacrifice, in a sense, their banthas and other whatever. Um, and uh, and when we see it come out. It was ten times, a hundred times bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, like it was massive, and I I couldn't believe because they're they're watching from the mountain ridge, like two miles away. It seemed like, and this thing was this filling up the whole entire 
yeah thing and so that was pretty cool and so they go go back and they kind of have a little meeting again on how with a little diagram of the, like the dead snake type the skeleton of the snake on the ground trying to illustrate how they do it how they kill it um and it was there was a negotiation again in, in Tuscanese and Mando says, all right, I volunteered your village to help kill this thing. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty, yeah. pretty funny. Cause Mando, he does, he does what he has to do to complete the mission. Like there is no excuses for him, which is, I think yeah. is great. Um, well, and like if one of them, like if they don't have enough, like, well, you also want this guy gone. So your people should be willing to help fix this problem because right. it's their problem so it makes sense right anyone else realize that those things literally looked like uh chocolate chips for a cookie those things that he was dropping the pebbles no but i want cookies yeah. now thank you all right so then they go back to uh pelgo uh mas pelgo and cod Vanth does the speech to the whole town about okay yeah we gotta, we gotta kill this thing, blah blah blah, and but we need your help to work with the, the Tuscan Raiders, and everyone's pissed. Like they're monsters, they're evil, they're gonna destroy us, blah blah blah. And like, I, I get it. Like there's the they're and Mando's like I get it. They're ruthless people. They're they're raiders, but they promise to have peace with you guys until you make the first shot. Well, right. I, I thought it was a great thing that, you know, what I really liked was they, you know, to a smaller extent in last season, but in this season or in this episode, they, they humanize the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. before all we learned, you know, this is their land and they feel like people have invaded their land and that's why there's their conflict. Right. And even here, even more so they're, they're saying, you know, there's conflict, but they want peace also. And they're willing yeah. to do that if we can work together to yep. defeat a common enemy, which I thought was great. It just shows you how powerful everyone respects Mando to get this done. Right. Like right. to respect both parties. Like if Mando says this group is going to agree with you on both sides, they all listen to him, which is really cool. It just shows you how intense his presence is as the Mandalorian as as a person, he's a really intense presence, which is really cool. Yeah, I, I think I might go out on a limb on saying this, but I feel like that him being a mediator is a foreshadow of him being a mediator between the different clans of Mandalore in the future seasons. I can see that. I think he's going to take these conflicts between clans and unite Mandalore with disability to understand people. So that's just my little thing that I'm holding yeah, on to for future seasons. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. Here first, folks. <laughs> you hear it here, folks. First. <laughs> um, and so the next scene is the Tuscan Raiders coming into the village, and I really like that scene. Like, yes, I really like it. Same. same it was kind of convenient it, that they happened to have like they had a warehouse full of explosives. But well, it was a it was a mining city. Yeah. Oh. Come on, the empire used to live there. I, I guess. I guess I didn't pick up on that. But whatever. Yeah. I was just thought it was somewhat convenient that they had all the explosives. But whatever. I guess that makes sense. Sure. 
Um, when they started coming like in that line, it just it was so beautiful, and it's so much of like something we've seen before, and like old western movies or like I don't know. It just well, had like they this. Also, they also travel in single file to hide their numbers. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a really good. Uh, it was pretty, and then like the camera work to show it, it was yeah. so dope. Yeah, yeah, and. I don't know why, but I think my favorite part of this whole episode was when um, the Tuscan drops the explosive, and there's that <laughs> conflict, and then Cobb Vanth comes in and says, it was, it was just an accident. It was just an accident. Yeah. Like, I don't and know it why. It shows his chains of heart so quickly. I, I don't, I don't yeah. know why, but I really enjoyed that scene. It's probably my favorite part of the whole episode. I don't know why. It's, it's, it's a weird favorite thing. That is a weird favorite. I think it's, I I don't know. I think it has to do with just like, we kind of tried to avoid this earlier, but like, you know, the conflict in the world we have today and how there's no mediators, there's no common ground. There's no one trying Mm -hmm. to find a proper interpretation of a certain side. And he jumps in and he like, it's just an accident. And something like that is such a wise, an aspect of a wise leader that I really liked. And it really, I felt like it's a social commentary type of thing of what, what I mean, happen. it's refreshing. It's refreshing to see in yeah. 2020. I mean, right. it just is, you know, yeah. It, it's, it's great to see people react the way that they're supposed to. Yeah. Versus the way that people are want currently. Yeah. 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 And so the whole plan <laughs> that they have to kill this thing is to expose the draw out the crate dragon far enough to where they can ex- have explosives blow up its belly. Cause that's supposedly the weakest point. Yes. Before we get into that, does it bother anyone else that when they're riding on their speeder bikes and why he ha- doesn't have a helmet or anything to block sand out of his eyes, does it bother anyone else but me? It's going so slow. No, before when they were going so fast, oh, his story. and he was telling the story, I... and they're going fast as heck, and I'm like, bro, you're gonna get sand in your but eyes, like. The, but the guy from episode from the gunslinger, he, he, he didn't, and a face mask. Did he? He, he yeah, did, yeah. He had a scarf that he pulled over, and he had the goggles. He pulled them up, and literally, he could have put the helmet on <laughs> a Boba Fett, and like, I think it's just they... it, the only thing is just like. They didn't want to cover up the actor. Well, yeah, sure. Like, I thought sure. it was really weird that they he could speak so well and clearly. Uh, yeah, that's, hearable. that's true. Like, there's no way I could hear him telling a story when I'm going a thousand miles oh, an hour. Hey, <laughs> no, but, but that it was that didn't it was convenient. Much of not having a helmet on. <laughs> yeah, like, just put something on your head. But anyways, and his hair is perfect. It. I'm it, telling you, it was quite dreamy. He's he's got some great hair, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, I might I like. You know, I might next that. time I go to my barber, I might be like, "Give me the Cobb Vanth." I should do that next time I go to. my Did you barber, just shave your head, Drew? A fresh shave. It's like not, really smooth and shiny I was right now. Say, you've got a long <laughs> way before you can do that. Yeah, yeah. year two away. Um, yeah. So this is kind of where I f- stopped taking notes, <laughs> and so, um, okay. uh, so the plan is to to dig a hole, yep. put the explosives. Yep. So that when the thing comes out, um, they they lure it out, lure it out, and then they agitate it, right? And so into, into charging from the start, before they revealed this plan, 
I thought the whole plan from the beginning was for it to swallow those explosives. I thought that was I did the too. Whole plan. <laughs> yeah, I did um, too. And a funny thing is when in the movie Tremors, the way they kill uh-huh. the they call graboids, um uh-huh. they make explosives and have it swallow it and that's how they kill them. That's kind of spoilers. That's kind of how they do well, it. Well, if you've seen this episode of The Mandalorian, you, you've seen Tremors. Like, it's not, you're not going to miss out a lot. But, um, mm, yeah. Like, okay, whatever. They, the Tuscans, they know better. Maybe there's armor in the stomach of this thing that they know about. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so then they, ha- they have it all set up where they have, like, these gun hook har- harpoon things. Harpoon, harpoon guns. things. Ready to go. They have all their all the people out there ready with their weapons and explosives and all that stuff. Um, and they lure it out. And I really like the scene when the three Tuscans go out there and they all three yell to wake up the dragon. Yeah, yeah. And then, well, what's funny is like two of them's holding a gun and the other one's just holding like a, a tuscan or a gaffy stick. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, boy, what are you doing with that? Like, you can't do anything with that. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, they can't do anything with the guns either. Yeah. No, but at least they feel like they feel a little bit better. Yeah. Like really quickly. Um, speaking of feeling better, do you know? Yes, I do know. What? Yes. <laughs> do you know what happens? Uh, there, there's one thing that I do, and I always feel better after I do it. And you know what that is? Take a nap. Drink coffee. Oh, okay. I see where you're going. I, I see where you're going now. Yeah. The second. <laughs> yes, from the second sponsor of today's episode, Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. Uh, so let's take a quick break before we get into the finale of this episode, and uh, hear a quick word from them as our second sponsor. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor for today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that they have a subscription service that gets those amazing coffee beans delivered to your door on an either weekly, bi-weekly, or a monthly basis. Unfortunately, we're all being negatively affected by this virus right now. With that being said, what a better time to try some new coffee and support a local business. I know they'll greatly appreciate it, and we will too. After all, using the code Empire Radio with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, when you start a new subscription at wesleyandrews.cc, you'll get 50% off your first purchase. I can't think of a better deal. Get 50% off support a local Minneapolis coffee shop, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. All right. You should do it. Yep. yep. Do it. Get a sponsorship. Buy, right. buy some, some cufflinks or like a tie or something, and then while you're on the internet spending money, buy some coffee. Yep. And I did a really cool coffee slash mandel ad this morning. Yes. On I did. Real did. On I did, did see you it. see that? I did. I did. I was I was very impressed. It was good. It it has like almost two thousand views right now. What? So. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And if you're into music, I oh, also true. Put a, I also put a video on our Instagram and YouTube page today of me playing through the brand new intro which for you the Mandalorian, heard. which you all heard. Uh, for the Mandalorian theme episodes. 
So, I mean, we've been pretty active on our socials, you guys. So make sure you go check those out if you haven't already. I know mm-hmm. I said I wasn't going to plug it, but we're plugging it again. Go check out our our YouTube channel, which is Mandalorian. Or not the Mandalorian, nope. the Empire nope. Radio. Nope. Uh, the Empire Radio. And then you can also go check that out as well on our social medias, which is Facebook and Instagram, which is mm-hmm. Empire Radio Podcast. Yep. Yes. All right. And so they lure. I really like the the running of the three Tusken Raiders. I thought I was love a, that. And part of me was like, these are definitely humans in costume running. I thought they they could have made it where they they ran differently or looked different running. I don't know. But it was so cool that from the scene, like where they're like they're running towards the camera away from the cave, like yeah, this full sprint. Like these are like olympic athletes like they know how to run on the sand except for the one guy at the end that was like in behind shrift <laughs> and then he got eaten later but um they're... it really helped to show scale right right for me yeah it was because it was a really huge open area and so it's it's hard to show that unless you you know if people are running for like 10 seconds straight full sprint it get, adds to the scale of the area that they're in yeah yeah um and so the crate dragon he comes out and, you know, they're harpooning him and shooting him and they're trying to draw him out further and further. Um, and he's not going out as far as they hoped. And Cobb Vanth almost ruined the whole thing. Like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to blow. I'm like, uh, Mando's like, no, no, stop, stop. He's not far enough. Um, and so they're going out and he, they finally dra- drag him out far enough. They explode and nothing happens. Like he just kind of like disappears he, well he he yeah he burrows back into the ground yeah and then before he does that he spits like green acid or something it's yeah, acid breath. Breath. yeah that's, that's cool that's pretty cool and then like it just disappears and we're like waiting i'm like where is this thing gonna pop up like yeah. how is it gonna eat everybody and i did not expect it to come out of the top of the mountain <laughs> i loved that that was so cool and then it starts spraying like you know more green acid spit and like dang this is intense like he had some range with that thing he's shooting it like a half a mile it seemed like yeah well and like like it didn't look cgi like i want to mention right. they did that. a like, great job on this it looks so they, they, this good. is high quality dragon here yes um, like it i mean it probably is cgi but it did not look like it at well, all I mean, it and like it's, no no it's real they found that's one, real. and they, they found oh, one. that's right. They found a crate dragon. Yeah, yeah, they bought it. That was their whole budget was just buying this crate dragon off of yeah. Tiger King before he went to prison. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I remember that part of the episode where it pans yeah, over, and he's, he's like, "Tiger, tiger, tiger!" Oh, there's my crate dragon cage. Crate dragon, crate dragon, tiger. That's what he yeah. was never going to financially recover from. Yeah, was the purchasing that's of the. Why he's in I jail. still have not seen yeah. Tiger. Oh, spoiler! But I don't have any Anyways. desire to ever watch it, so I don't care. Oh, um, it, it's like I actually like it. <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a train wreck that you can't stop watching. It's like the perfect storm train wreck, like the perfect disaster that every second you think it can't get more interesting, it does it, just, it raises the bar all the way through the end of the season? It's incredible. It's like I I'm, I'm watching it. something just implode right now for however long the season is, but you can't look away. <laughs> kind of want to watch it again. Anyway, I'm not gonna lie. and 
I think that part of the episode that I got the most excited for was when Cobb yeah. Banth was like, we got to go and get this guy. I'm like, oh, they're going to use their jetpacks and they're going to be flying around. Oh, yeah. and I was like super excited. And they both just take off. Like, I didn't even consider that at all. Well, I didn't even right. think he could use it. Yeah, I didn't even think that. Like, like right. My, my whole mindset is like, can he actually like, is he able to fly? Because that was such a big deal. Like before Mandalorian got his jetpack last season, she at the armor asked him, like, have you done your trainings? Like, or do you remember this part of your training? And he said, yes. And then he did it. I forget the name, which she mentioned, uh, but Fe- like right. Ri- Phoenix, something rising Phoenix, rising Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, it was, it was a big deal. So for him just to be able to do it is pretty impressive. Not going to lie. Yeah. And oh, to see Boba Fett's armor. Um. So it was great. And they go up to the top of the mountain and they just start trying to shoot this thing. And it's. It's not working. Pointless. It's like it's like the Zillow Beast from Clone Wars. Like, well, the, the point was to distract it so it would stop spitting acid. Well, there's, yeah, there's yeah. that. Because it, it was wrecking their people. <laughs> and, and like Mandel's shooting his sweet gun and he's like reloading it. Putting him more from his leg, it was so. I made. I really thought he right was now. gonna shoot the eye because it it was like really focused in on the yeah. eye. Yeah, 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 I thought he was gonna like vaporize his eye or something like with his gun, but it didn't happen. The flying and this is so amazing, you guys. Yeah, yeah, and so then, um, does the crate dragon retreat or do they retreat? They kind of like I forget. Shoot him, and then he goes back into the cliff, and they yeah. kind of fly okay. down the cliff. And they fly back and down. And then it comes out on the opposite end of the field, yes, closer does. to the ridge of where they were, and starts wrecking them, everyone again. And at this point, they have like no villagers at all. Like, they're <sighs> like down to skeleton crew now. Yeah. yeah. And then and um, they're trying to figure out, you know, how do we kill this thing? And Mando looks over and he sees another Bantha with all the rest of the explosives. I'm like, all right, this is where he's going to swallow it. And so he, like, get him, get her, get its attention, blah, blah, blah. And he shoots his rocket at it. And question, Answer. how many rockets does this guy have? Cause probably like three. So maybe he, four. So oh, he geez. knew how to use it. Okay. So. I was going to mention that. I didn't know if you guys caught this, but I caught it. When he first shot the rocket, that was actually Boba's rocket. Now, when that was like when he killed those people right away or whatever in the beginning. And then this rocket, it bothered me, but it wasn't Boba Fett's rocket the entire time. It was like a one that he made himself. Yeah, because it it wasn't blue. Like the top of Boba's knocking stuff over it's like it's more blue and it's more pointy it's really pointy and yeah. it goes up and out and back up again right. like yeah. a triangle and his didn't do that so i knew that rocket was fake the entire time um, that's interesting that he because yeah. i was like how does he have so many shells of this rocket but i guess if he made his own that's pretty cool. able to get something to put in there because it was different yeah, yeah that's cool and i don't think mandel has a rocket on his no he does if he does very like minimalistic, really good looking because it looks it, like he's jetpack. I don't yeah. think he has one. All right, all right. So then he 
shoots the Kray Dragon and then it starts charging. And he what is he? He punches or what is he? He hits the, the jetpack. He says, take care of the child, and then he hits the back of his jetpack. Right. And you want to know that is how Boba Fett goes down in yeah. Return of the Jedi. Literally the same move. He I don't know if oh. he hits the same spot. Right. But Din Djarin literally hits the guy's jetpack in the off. same way. And he just flies off in the same way. Clearly, that's a flaw in Mandalorian yeah. well, attacks, and that's why even training. It's funny, because even uh, in Clone Wars, when that scene when Ahsoka kills those four Mandos when she jumps up and decapitates them, and that whole scene mm-hmm. where she's fighting pre-Visla, mm-hmm. like, she hits his jetpack, too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it explodes. And, like, right? Yeah. They need, it's to, clearly, they need to put some best car on that thing. To... <laughs> but it's very fragile piece of hardware, it seems like. Which why you have that training, like I feel like. Right, right. So it was it was a good montage to like that part. Yes, right. I do agree. Right. That's cool. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. And so he's standing... Uh, Din Jaren is standing there then by himself with the Bantha with all the things and it's just charging at him and he's trying to hold the Bantha in place because it breaks its tether or whatever. And I'm like, okay, at the last second, he's going to let go. He's he's going to jetpack out of there. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great plan. Nope. And he gets eaten by the Great Dragon. I'm like, oh, I guess uh, those trailers are wrong. Din Djarin's dead, and someone right, and Ty and Cobb Banth has Mando's armor on for the rest of the season. Okay, I'm like, okay, so I'm like, okay, how is he gonna get out of this? Obviously, he, it, there's gonna be an explosion, mm-hmm. and I, I, I thought it was gonna happen underground, and they were gonna like somehow like dig him out of out of from underground or something like that. I don't know. And the coolest thing ever I've ever seen in my life in Star Wars. Not really. But it was really cool. He, the monster, storms out, like shoots like a, like a whale out of water, mm-hmm. opens its mouth, and all you see is like what looks like force lightning coming out of this thing. <laughs> and it's yeah. his, then Jaren's using his, the shock attribute on his rifle, just mm-hmm. destroying this thing. And then he flies out detonates inside and kills it now yeah yeah here's something that i picked up on what happened at the in the very first in chapter one in the the first scene when he gets the blue guy oh he shocks the thing yeah so there's something under the surface that he has to fight off in that in chapter one Uh, and he uses the same shock to defeat it in a sense let go of the razor crest yeah and then in this episode, he has to fight an even larger one and uses the same technique to save mm-hmm. himself, which I think is a, a cool way to do that. So, yeah, I wonder if he just got he pushed the Bantha or something like he got the explosives to go far enough down or some like there's a reason why he went in there and then he shocked the insides. So it would yeah. spit him up. Yeah, right. So I think that was cool how they they had that parallel with that. So. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. You heard it here first in season three, episode one. He's gonna fight an even bigger underground thing, and he's gonna. It'll be the a space slug from Empire Strikes Back. 
Yep, definitely. He's going to have it retrofitted on his yeah. Razor Crest that can yeah. Yeah. shoot out the things. Yeah. I was going to say, um, and then we got another highlight of the child touching the raw meat on the back of the speeder bike. Oh, there's that. And I don't. It's kind of awkward, weird, giant chunk of meat. <laughs> and All right. I thought it was cool that they were digging through the animal. I thought they were just harvesting the meat. But did they find an egg? Yeah. Well, that, my friends, is a crate ooh. pearl. Okay. So it is a okay. stone. It's a stone that all crate dragons possess that helps the digestion. It helps break down food. And because of how much it moves around inside their bodies, it becomes smooth like a pearl and circular, spherical. And they're extremely valuable. Oh yeah. So for a Tusk for for a Tuscan Raider, it is a sign if they bring one back that they have successfully killed a crate dragon, which very rarely ever happens. Right. It's a sign of honor. Um they can now granted this isn't canon, but they could be used in lightsabers, though it was difficult, but it was you could retrofit it for a lightsaber. For like just um, as a... a a crystal. Oh shoot. Yeah. And then they had potential healing and medicinal medicinal purposes. Oh, so the uh, Revan apparently had one, and nobody really knows what he did with it. Like he didn't really use it for anything. Some people were like, "Well, he probably kept it for a lightsaber," and some people were like, "No, he just sold it." But basically, if you get your hands on one of those things, it's you can sell it for a a pretty freaking for, fortune. Yeah, and so I thought that was really cool. When they when they brought like, that out, I was like, that? "Oh, not yeah." It was it was a good nod to a lot again more expanded more, universe yeah. lore more that they, they brought in. Yeah, that's cool. And so, you know, there's the big celebration, blah blah blah, and Cobb, Vanth, and Mando. Oh, you gonna say something? No, I was gonna say, and He's then all, okay, but before oh, we get there, oh, oh. before we get there, Cobb is like, Andrew, you again. know, I I hope our paths meet again. Again. Just like the conversation between Cara Dune and Mando in Chapter Four, so and so and we're gonna see him again. I'm pretty sure. But also, <laughs> uh, he wanted to mention that he didn't break the armor. Oh yes, yes. like yeah, that that's funny that they he was like, yeah. no, I didn't do this. Don't send the whole Mandalorian plant to kill me. Like right. I'm an honorable man. Yeah, he's like, well, you tell the people that. I wasn't the one t- that broke that. Right. And that's Which the end of the episode. Then... Done. Okay. Wait, uh... question. So you know how <laughs> no, Mando no, 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 no questions. No, no, we got to keep going, Drew. Okay, but Let him ask this question. <laughs> why in the world does Mando's, like, cloth part not have acid through it? It's Beskar cloth. It's it's doesn't get yeah yeah. It's, by it. it's like Kevlar Beskar Kevlar cloth. Yeah, yep. it's, it's that's stuff, yeah. that's how we're feeling in that. Well, and the other thing is, he technically <laughs> wasn't covered in acid. Yes, he had it, it all come, over. It was green. No, that that might not be about to be acid though, because like snakes have different like organs for their venom and stuff. So it could be a di- completely different thing. Like acid might not just be sitting in the crate dragon's throat. Well, it could be like stomach acid. Break down those. Well, yeah, but then, but, yeah, but then that wouldn't eat away his cape as quickly. True. Because yeah, that's true. Because 
the um whatever the pit or whatever sarlacc pit it, it digests you over a thousand years yeah so it takes a while i guess yeah i mean thanks for answering my question you're now, welcome now but then then something that i did not expect happened okay episode one no punches were pulled i was not expecting this this early in the season yep and so we're going along we see we're on a mountain ridge nice sunset we see the twins the twin sunset oh this is cool this is mando's cla- classic star wars away. he's flying yeah. away at a distance on a speeder okay blah 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 and just we- like oh, he's gonna go to his ship yep like, that's yeah. the end of the episode yeah. awesome that's episode blah 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 let me see a guy that's not why <laughs> and we see a guy in a black thing with weapons like, he's it's like he's a, ball and i'm like who is he's this got guy? a gaffy stick a long rifle like a tuscan rifle and then he's got like a poncho like a saiyan poncho like, on. Who is this guy like and then he freaking turns, turns around. around and okay this, this is weird i don't know why i thought this but before he turned around i was thinking like the the like the guy from the mummy the the egyptian guy with the bald head the evil oh, wow this is a narrow guy cut i was like why is there like this Egyptian pharaoh god like standing on a ridge watching Mando? So he, when I saw this, and then the, so he turns around, and for the first like half a second, I'm like, who's this guy? And then oh when you see, gosh. and then when you see the whole face, look, this when he's turning around, like half his face, I don't see. Oh, when I it, knew. When I it's, knew. When it's his full face, immediately, which is I know is erroneous. I was like, Rex. And I was like, no, wait, wait no, that's <laughs> Boba Fett. <laughs> You're not entirely wrong because, per se. Correct. And so, because like, cause Rex is bald. And so this guy was bald. That's why right. I, I thought that. Rex is also fat. He's a middle-aged He's a muscular, guy. Drew. Come on. Dang. Oh, sorry. Leave sorry. Rex out of this. Rex is one of the I best just... things in all of Star Wars. True. But... And so yeah, then we see uh, Boba Fett played by portrayed by what's his name Tam- Tamora Morrison Tamora Morrison and I when I get super excited when I watch TV shows by myself I just yell out oh shoot over and over again and this is like okay this is before 8 a.m. this morning and I'm in an apartment I yell that yep. loud twice and I was like oh I don't want to wake anybody up and I'm like pulling it in i went what <laughs> as, like super loud and looked at my wife and i was like babe that's boba fett <laughs> did she recognize oh. the actor yeah oh yeah i, I wonder she how many people are not going to recognize the actor like bruh okay listen everybody if you're here you don't know who it was it's freaking boba fett just it's boba okay. fett the same yes. actor oh. as the clones from the, the same prequel. actor so they yeah, got the same actor. yeah and yeah, I mean, it's all the same face. All those rumors that were rumored that he was on set, he, he is freaking there. Set. Okay, so when I saw this body, I was like, okay, they're not going to give us Boba Fett. They're not going to do it. And then he turned and I screamed so loud, you guys. Yep. I screamed at the top of my lungs. I was like, no. And he's like, what happened? I was like, you don't understand what just happened. Yeah, yeah. And and like I talked to uh, my cousin or Stephanie's cousin, my wife's cousin, and we're we were eating lunch, um, and we we're talking, and then he was like, "So, 
I don't really understand who like why that back thing. I was like, you don't understand why this episode is good. You literally right, right. And then he was like, yeah, I don't understand who was that person. I'm like, that is the person that that armor belonged to. Like this whole buildup is to this person. The reason why like we have this armor is because of this person. The reason why the Mandalorians is a people group in Star Wars is because of this original person. Like this is. Like, we never thought we'd get this. And have to, well, like... again... Like, last season, I should say. Not yeah, and and again, two things. One, again, Expanded Universe. He, mm-hmm. he, he originally survived the Sarlacc in the Expanded Universe. That was, that was how... I mean, that was the origination of the whole story of him surviving. And then the second thing is that it actually could have been him. It could have been the Marshal... But it also could have been Boba at the end of the Gunslinger. It was him. Yeah, I mean, you know, cloak and the yeah. way he walked, it was him, one hundred percent. And so I, again, I'll, I'll I'll say it this. I'll say this. If this is the way that they're starting the season, this is the way. This, this is, the, is way. the way. If this is the way that they are starting things off. With such a just a freaking crazy first episode, the craziest. I if it if if it truly continues to get better from here, I mean the sky's the limit. If they're giving us freaking Boba in the first episode, we might get Ahsoka by the third episode or get Ahsoka tomorrow. But all I'm saying, all I'm saying is this season might be, and I don't feel bad about saying this. Some of the best Star Wars content we've gotten. Ever. I'm not going to say it is the best, but I will tell you, like, it is hands down the best thing we've gotten since Disney take, has taken over by a long shot. Oh, 100%. I'm, so I'm, I'm still I, holding on to those last four episodes of The Clone Wars. Well, I mean, they're great. Oh, they, they're great. They're, no, they're, they're a masterpiece. For live action for live action. Live well, action. Live action. I know you love the... The Last Jedi, but live action? Come on. I don't love the There's something movie. about seeing it for real. No, I get it. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't disagree you know, with like, you guys. It's I just, different, you know. I, it's just... Dude, but if you get your girl in two episodes... Okay, quick oh, question. shoot. Quick question. In Clone Wars, did Boba Fett and Ahsoka cross paths? Chris. Ah! Uh, because there's, there's only... I don't, a, I don't think so. I don't think they ever did because a lot of when you see Boba, okay. So the first little bit when he's on, he's posing as a cadet. Yep. She's not there. Right. And then the second, the second arc where he's a bounty hunter, it's focused around Asajj and not Ahsoka. But isn't he with Cat Bane at one point? That's, they're kind of like all mixed together. It's all like one story, but they're kind of, I don't think, I don't think they did. Okay. Can, can we Google this? Well, you, you can Google anything. Yeah, but um, thanks, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So here's here's my my thoughts on the episode. Cause Andrew, you think it's the best thing ever? Like, you're I, blown I, away. dude, I'm still riding the I, high, man. I I love, I love the episode. Don't get me wrong, but I think um. For me, the episode 
as as we know it now, without any context of the future episodes, uh-huh. I don't know how it progresses the the goals of Mando. Because his goal well, is to that's re- the thing. It doesn't. Right. No, I know. So I'm saying is if this is an episode where it's kind of like standalone, because a lot of the episodes last season were standalone episodes. Um, I'm hoping that somehow the, the next episode immediately picks up like from Tatooine or something oh, where yeah. it's connected. Because if it's just they, he goes to this planet and kills the dragon and it doesn't advance to story per se, like I don't like that. It won't. I, I think we'll, we're going to get to see a lot of Boba in the next episode, and I think Boba is going to help lead him in the right direction, right. one way or the other. Whether if, it's if Mando and Boba meet, being good. if Boba and Mando meet next episode, then I think this first episode will be even better. So, right. so Jeremiah, your concern is like that's all Boba that we're going to get for this season, or not necessarily that, but yeah. I'm talking about yeah. Man, Man, Din path. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. the this episode if it's if it's a standalone episode it doesn't advance his goals. I don't think. Well, yeah. Because he I, went I, there to find I, the Mandalorian to help yeah. him find Jedi and he yeah. didn't do but, that. But that's the thing. That's the thing. It's like, well, sometimes you you hit dead end, All you right. know? And I and it and, and you're right. But the, it doesn't I, advance his quest, yeah. but I think it 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 develops the plot yeah. of the season. Oh, yeah. And I'm just it, hoping it, I, it, we didn't yeah. get a what Drew I was gonna say it doesn't invest his quest, but it advances Star Wars as a whole. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And to me, that makes good Star Wars. Not necessarily that like this part isn't yeah, it really it might not like it might not advance much more. It could but, be but it low. It inches Star Wars. Right. We know hundred percent Boba Fett is alive. We know hundred yeah. percent now Mando has his armor. We know 100% like Boba Fett's goal right now is to get his armor back. Whatever that means is to the sky is the limit. And like it's crazy to me is that we got so much trailer and so much like other stuff that's going on. Like to have this is a story like for me I really want this story. I want Boba Fett. This is what I want. But the potential of Ahsoka – in this yep. is still the, the there. fact and that I, if yeah bigger i i'm putting money down because i was good last week if you listen to last week's episode, i said we're gonna yeah. see, i'm 95 percent sure we're gonna see boba we saw boba the first day we saw him yeah. the first day i mean the fact so, that they they put him in there only means that they might be legitimately adding in other characters that we wanted to see all right ahsoka is in so 100 yeah. yeah. but just to reiterate like I I just wish that they had something where he had another lead in this episode. If they had another lead, like oh, I think okay. I think what would have been better is if that's fair. When uh, Cobb Vanth is telling his backstory, it would have been cool if in the the ice cream bucket or whatever you want to call it, if the crystals in there were like kyber crystals, and he's like tells like there's kyber crystals and Dinjin. Well, what are kyber crystals? And then he just says, oh, it's something that powered the lightsabers of the Jedi use. And that would have been a lead right there. And then that could have led to Ilum, which we think is going to happen. Mm. Um, and so I, I, uh, that. I just wish but, there was, a, he, he gained a lead in some way to advance his story. But that, but that being said, like you guys have been saying, it's a, an amazing, phenomenal thing. It's 
amazing. It's yeah, way I, better than yeah. a lot of other stuff we have for Star Wars. So, like, can it blow everyone's mind? Can we say that? Like, oh yeah. If you oh, yeah. know what you're watching, like if you knew this is Boba Fett, yeah, and like this is a Darth Maul solo situation right here. Yeah. But instead and of there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna say, "Who's that guy?" <laughs> Just yeah. like, exactly. well, no, I will tell you that everybody that I've seen on like Instagram and stuff that are like meme pages or just general Star Wars pages, everyone is losing their minds ab- right. about yeah. how good this is. Like every, I've not seen a single bad thing about this episode. Right. So now I, I kind of wonder, yeah. like, because like the uh, the Clone Wars episodes, they were like ranked like in the top like seven episodes of. This one's gonna be up there. I'm hoping yes. that this is. This is yeah, this, this is gonna be really up there. But yeah, I'm and like I'm so happy like they gave us Boba and yeah. now we his big goal like is to find Jedi, but is also to find more Mandalorians, more Mandalorians. to help him find Jedi. And Jeremiah, what does that mean? Sabine. Like a hundred percent. Sabine Ren. Yeah. I mean 100%. to be fair, Jane, uh Boba's not a Mandalorian. Correct. But I think he's going to have all the information that Din Djarin needs. Oh, why, why do you say that? I want to, yeah, like, why do you think? What uh-huh. information does Boba have that Din Djarin needs? So? I don't know. Boba was very well-traveled and very well-connected. I mean, if anybody can, I, I mean, I feel like if anybody could point him in the right direction. Huh? Well, Jedi... Like he saw Luke, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. So I did I'm really glad because when I recorded that video for the cover, I was like, Well, I don't have any Mandalorian merch, so I'll just put my Boba Fett Lego head in Lego bust in the background. Good. And then after yeah. seeing that episode today, I was like That was that, a much better a decision than I thought it was. Posted on Discord that that was a sp- Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I'm so glad I put that in the background. And Drew was like, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> it's like, oh gosh. I, I I I try not to read into it. I just thought you were just like, I'm happy I have some oh, Mandalorian. No, no, no. Okay. It, it directly <laughs> ties in. I, I, as soon as I saw like that thing, I'm like, I don't know if we'll see Boba Fett. And, and that was what I was really worried about, honestly, in this episode was like, are we not going to get any, like, is where's Boba? Like, I want the person too. Like, I don't want just the armor. Right. The armor is cool, but where is the person that belongs with it? So I was really like on my edge. I'm like, this is cool. This is really amazing. And then that last literally 10 seconds changed my and life. And they swooped in and saved the day. So, all right. Oh, man. I don't know where to go from here, you guys. Like it's hard to make any predictions, it. so I can't. It's really hard to make predictions. Predictions, I, I have every... no idea. I, I don't. I don't want to. I just want to. I, I want everybody to know I'm super excited. I can't wait until next week. But I'm just. I'm yeah. just here now. I'm 100 percent in, ready for the ride. Why wasn't this a Tuesday and we got a Friday episode? Like, what is this junk? Oh yeah. Yeah. Episode this time. And have they announced how many episodes? It's eight. It's eight. is it? And right. the, here's the thing, they got more budget, obviously. So you think they'll all you think they'll all be fifty something minutes? Oh gosh, I don't know if my heart can handle that, dude. I feel yeah. like next well, week they're gonna they're gonna give us a no. deep breath next week. I don't know. You're gonna give us a thirty five minute one like last time. <laughs> so because like if you guys don't know me and Jeremiah for last season of The Mandalorian, 
Um, you can find all those episodes on the Mandalorian podcast, but we really are encouraging you guys to come over to Empire Radio. So, yeah, but yeah. without further ado about that, me and Jeremiah, like, we're complaining. Like, we thought 50 minutes an hour is what we're going to get yeah. with all these episodes. And we didn't get, I think the most one was like 46 or something like that. I think it was 48. And there was a couple of 40s 48? and a lot of 30s. And there's a couple and then that there was were like 20s. a 34. Like the but next episode on that Friday was like a 34 minute. It was short. Or but they didn't know it was going to be a hit. And I think they do now. So, how is it not? Okay. I don't know. I don't want to get into that. Well, but, they spent all their yes. budget on the volume last year. Now yeah, they already volume. spent that money. So now they have. That's fair. That's fair. They have more budget yes. to have more time. And they actually have more. Their budget's bigger than last budget, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it? Because it was yeah. $100 million for first season. So it's bigger than that? Yeah. It, oh, it like, probably is. Like 150. Oh, I don't know. I'll look that up. Well, I'll Google it's, that. It's a lot. I, I saw the number. I remember once. It's a big number, though. Yeah. I mean, they made a lot of money. All right. Well, but we should anyways, stop rambling. I we should wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah. We could talk all day about this. And I'm and it took me forever not to talk all day about this. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Drew, I don't have anything. Yeah. I don't have anything else. I don't have anything else. Um, I already mentioned all that other stuff, so go check out all our other stuff and enjoy the sponsor. Make sure, though, that you go to that link below to sign up for that free giveaway, and you don't want to miss out for that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Besides yeah. that, uh, do we, we don't have a name for episode no. or chapter 10. No, no, not not yet. All right, chapter ten next week, season two, Mandalorian. I'm super pumped. I hope you guys are too. Make sure that you stay tuned with us. We're really pumped yeah. to do this right together. Um, Empire Radio episode will come out on Tuesday, and it won't have. We'll try really hard not to talk about this, but <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, boys and ladies, and anything else you want to be. I am Drew. I am Jeremiah. And I'm Andrew. May the force be with you. Always. Always.